And good morning, everybody. Jeremy Wheeler here filling in for Tim Matthews. It is time for Spotlight this morning. We are talking with Wright County 4-H, and I am being joined by Kim Fox. Kim, it's great to have you on. How's it going so far for you today? Going well. How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm, I'm doing good, although I do got to admit I've got a can of diet due in front of me. It's definitely been one of those mornings so far. So if I, <laughs> if I start to yawn, just you know, maybe give me a little verbal poke there, and uh, and, I'll, and I'll stick with it. I, I got to imagine things are a little bit calmer than they were just a few weeks ago for you. Talk about, uh, of course, every 4-H is working for that Wright County Fair. Talk about uh, all the fun that you guys had at the Wright County Fair. Yeah, we had a great Wright County Fair just a few weeks ago. Um, we had lots of kids. We had about 440 youth um, showcase their learning in some way, shape, or form. Um, lots of people have probably walked through the 4-H building and seen all the different projects there. Um, we also had uh, livestock in several different barns throughout the fair, um, as well as horses. Um, dogs weren't at the fair, but we had a dog show a few weeks before that. Um, and we had a grilling contest, performing arts. Uh, engineering design challenge and everything in between so it was a great fair and our 4-Hers had an awesome time they did you know I, I made the comment multiple times throughout of course I grew, I grew up and went all through 4-H I, I always joke my mom I'm the youngest of three and my brother and sister are much older than me my mom always joked I went to my first 4-H meeting when I was when I was just a week old so it kind of kind of ingrained with me and I just I look at the offerings that 4-H has now compared to the offerings that we had when I graduated some you know 20 plus years ago and it just it's it's amazing how 4-H, especially in that that general exhibit building at the fair, how everything has just adapted and grown with the times. I mean, there's there's literally something for everybody in there. Absolutely, and that's really our goal is regardless of what youth are interested in, they're able to find an outlet to learn something new and to really grow in that project area um, through 4-H. Now, I know what's next for them because it was my favorite part after the Wright County Fair. What's next for, for an awful lot of those young 4-Hers? Many of our 4-Hers head to the State Fair, um, so we actually have 100 of our youth heading to the State Fair either with a livestock exhibit um, or a general exhibit, one of those exhibits that was in the building they did really well with, and they're heading to the State Fair. And then we also have um, a Share the Fun group going to the State Fair, and Share the Fun is a skit that the club will put on, and then they'll perform at the State Fair for any fairgoers, so that's also an exciting thing for them to do. It is, an, and it really showcases now. As a club bringing down there, I know there's club banners and stuff, or at least there used to be, that can be brought down. So it's more than more than just bringing things down. Now, talk about what what the experience that those, those young people are going to have down there with the judging and, and the different things that happen at the State Fair. So it's a really exciting experience for our youth. They bring their project down, and then they have the opportunity to do conference judging. So they sit around a table with an expert judge, and then they also have youth um, who have similar projects. So they'll learn about the other youth projects. They can ask them questions, and then their judge asks them questions in front of all the other 4-Hers in their group. So they learn from the other 4-Hers, and they also learn from their judge. Um, and they have a really awesome learning experience because they get to see what everybody else is up to and then also have that expert judge give them some feedback as well. I always thought that it was uh, conference judging, and that's for people that don't know how 4-H judging works. I know some people walk through and they'll they'll look at a project in the 4-H building and say, "Well, how did that that project get that that ribbon?" And you know, I, I always bring up that you know 
the project itself is only part of it. Part of it is, you know, that conference judging and really being able to express to the judge what you learned and how you learned in the process that you went through it. The state fair, I always felt, just takes that to another level because, like you said, not only are you working with the judge, but in many cases, like you said, a group of your peers that, you know, sitting around you and, you know, looking at their projects as well and how they did things and different things. So just really a, a great opportunity for kids to learn how to interact and kind of head into that, that leadership capacity, which I think is what 4-H really offers to a lot of kids. Yeah, absolutely. Just like you said, you know, 50% of it is the interview. So when you walk through the building, you don't always see that. But some of those kids have a lot of knowledge behind those projects they bring. So it's really cool to see. It is. And kind of kind of fun to go to uh, to fruition. Although, like I said, that was my uh, one of my favorite parts of the uh, of the whole process going through 4-H is earning that state fair trip. You get to go down and uh, and avoid mom and dad for three days down there and uh, take some money. And I spent a lot more money at the arcade than I think my mom ever knew. But uh, <laughs> that that's all right. It's it's a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of growing up. Now, obviously, beyond the fairs, you know, there's still th- more things going on through Wright County 4-H. So um, I know you've had some summer interns with you this year. Uh, you want to talk about them and their roles and, and what's next for them? Yeah, so we had three summer interns this year, which was a great asset. Um, as everyone knows, 4-H is a year-long program, but our summers do get extra busy. Um, so our interns help us with day camps, residence camp, county fair planning. Um, they're a huge asset at the county fair and um, and any other events we have throughout the summer. They're here learning uh, about what Extension and 4-H does, and then helping with that programming. Um, and their last week is actually this week, so then they're all back to college. Uh, back to college, back to quote-unquote real world. Maybe uh, maybe yep. college <laughs> might be a little bit more relaxing for them after after dealing with the Wright County Fair and some of the other things that uh, they have going. And of course, like you said, uh, all sorts of different things, camps that they've helped with and all the planning and everything else that they do. So they are, they are definitely a great resource. Um, Another program that maybe doesn't, uh, it's certainly been around for a long time and it's a, a big program, but maybe isn't uh, at the forefront of the 4-H program, uh, the shooting sports program uh, is still continuing on and the state shoot is still coming up for that as well. Yeah, so we have actually probably one of the largest shooting sports programs in the state. Um, we have about 80 kids that shoot in Wright County. Um, anything from air to archery, BB, um, 22, trap. So we have youth shooting in different locations all over the county um, throughout the whole summer, and then they also do wildlife hours, so they learn about different aspects of wildlife um, and take that knowledge with them to the state shoot as well. Um, so in September 9th through the 11th, they go to Alexandria, and they compete at the state shoot, and um, they compete as a team and then individually as well. So a very exciting time for all those youth that have been shooting all summer and uh, for their coaches that have been supporting them along the way. Now, if somebody wants to get into that, obviously with the state shoot coming up probably a little late for this year, how would somebody get uh, get in touch or get involved with that shooting sports program? Um, you could absolutely reach out to our office here. Um, a good time to kind of get involved, I would say, would be like March or April. Um, reach out, and we usually have a meeting at the beginning of the shooting sports season um, for all the youth and parents that are interested, and we can let you know kind of when practices are, what kind of equipment you might need, um, what the fees are, and things like that. So usually in the early spring, um, late winter is when we really start gearing up for shooting sports. 
get in, get an opportunity to, to get outside. I know when I was in shooting sports, everything, all the practices, of course, outside and, and that kind of stuff. But I was always a fun way to spend, spend a summer evening out there with, uh, with shooting sports. So, um, and of course, uh, as the, as we head into September, it's, it's a new year in 4-H. Yeah, it is. Believe it or not, the state fair kind of, as well as like the state shoot and state horse show kind of wrap up the year. And then we start a new 4-H year in September. Um, and 4-H members can join any time during the year, but that usually tends to be when a lot of people start the 4-H process um, and meetings start happening again at the club level. Um, we usually have our awards banquet at the end of the year and then um, kind of roll right into all our new our open houses, welcoming new families, and then really gearing up for that new year. I wanted to, as you talked about the end of the state fair, and I, I'm chasing a squirrel because I know you and I talked a little bit at the Wright County Fair um, and somebody, some representation that will also be at the state fair. You mentioned this year that Wright County has four state ambassadors. Is that right? We do have four state ambassadors, which is an all-time record for Wright County. Um, Wright County is known for a long streak of having state ambassadors, which is really awesome. But we have four state ambassadors this year, um, and we're really excited to have them. They are there for the whole state fair, um, representing Minnesota 4-H, but also Wright County 4-H. So that's really exciting to have all four of those state ambassadors there. Now, what goes into the process of being a state ambassador? I know when I, I when I told my wife that you know we got four, and she's like, "Oh, is that a is that a lot?" And like, if I'm, if memory serves, there is it is it twenty state ambassadors that there are? Yes. Yep. There's usually between like twenty and twenty five state ambassadors, and they go through an interview and an application process. And there's many applications that come throughout the whole state, and then a few are selected. So it's a very big honor. To have anybody come from Wright County, but to have four is a really, really cool thing. Yeah, it's a, a great honor, and hopefully they still think it's a great honor after they spend um, the entire uh, the entire fair down there sleeping in the uh, that 4-H hotel, as we uh, we like to refer to it. Sometime climbing up and down all the stairs in the in the dorm out there at the the wonderful 4-H building on the the state fairgrounds. But it was uh, the we we learned to it was a love hate relationship with the stairs. We love to be there, but it was uh, they get a little bit long after a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, they sure do get the full 4-H experience there at the state fair <laughs> now you mentioned open houses it looks like you guys have come one coming up on september 25th which i like to think well that's still quite a ways away but it's going to be here before you know it yeah absolutely so any families thinking about joining 4-h or just maybe want to know a little bit more about what 4-h all entails um we have an open house on september 25th from 1 to 2 30 uh, and that's at the public works building in buffalo it's 3500 braddock avenue um, it's also where our 4-H office is located. So if you have, have any interest in learning more about 4-H or getting involved or wanting to know which clubs might be right for you, um, that would be a great place to stop by and just check it out. And there really are clubs throughout the county and in several, I mean, even several within not too many miles of each other, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now we have 18 clubs in Wright County, and they really are spread throughout the county. So regardless of what community you're a part of, you can really find a club that fits your family. And many communities, like you said, have several clubs, so you can find one that fits the right time, that fits into your family's schedule, or the right day of the week, um, so that you can do what works for your family.
Right, there's no no limits like a school district. You can you can join pretty much any club that you would like to throughout Wright County, whatever whatever works the best. Or there's even some specialized clubs in Wright County, are there not? Yep, we have a few clubs that are a little more horse focused. So if that's something that's really of interest to your family, um, you can definitely join one of those clubs. But any of our clubs, you know, regardless of your interest, you can kind of find your focus. And some of our bigger clubs, they kind of have little groups within them um, that are more focused on different um, project areas. And then other clubs kind of focus on a variety of different project areas. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking for which club to be involved in, we can kind of help navigate um, and answer some of those questions so you find one that's a good fit for your family. And clubs are always great and a lot of, a lot of great community service and a lot of, a lot of different projects that a lot of those clubs take on. So a lot of fun to get involved in and be a part of that and opportunity to, uh, to go through and be, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, be uh, leadership as part of the clubs and eventually on to the Federation and uh, Advisory Council and that kind of stuff as well. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about those, those kind of meetings and stuff if somebody wanted to see about 4-H at the county level? Yeah, so um, at the club level, we have club meetings, club activity service, just like we had talked about. But then at the county level, we have federation meetings. And those meetings basically oversee our county program. So a lot of things like we talked about, like our county fair events or shooting sports, um, any of those types of things, it oversees those events. And youth are sort of on our advisory council as well as some of the volunteers. And then we have um, youth officers that run our meetings and really form um, where our county program goes. So it's a really great opportunity for youth to have a voice and to kind of guide what we do next in Wright County 4-H or what our programming looks like. Definitely, and kind of that that learn by doing model that uh, that 4-H has been. I always I always talk that if my mom wouldn't have insisted on me uh, doing the things that I did in 4-H, especially giving up and de- doing demonstrations, I would I would not be sitting on the other side of this microphone here or uh, doing a lot of the things that I do. So it's a uh, it's a great a great program. And of course, uh, you guys put in a, a ton of hard work throughout the course of the year, and you've got a banquet coming up uh, in October. Talk about the uh, the awards banquet coming up. So every year we have uh, our awards banquet sometime, usually around October, November. Um, and this year it's October 8th at the fairgrounds in Howard Lake. So it's kind of exciting to get back to the fairgrounds and um, celebrate there where we've had a lot of fun throughout the summer. And then we'll wrap up our year there. Um, it's a really good time for us where we get to recognize our many volunteers that help serve the 4-H program. We have almost 200 volunteers that help with all of our different projects and programs, and then all of our 4-H members as well. We usually have a really great turnout just celebrating um, each other, and our ambassadors are the ones, our county ambassadors are the ones that host the event. So it's really exciting. They usually put on a skit to welcome everybody, and they emcee the event and really put on a fun night. Definitely. Again, that's coming up October 8th at the fairgrounds in Wright County. And I'm going to guess members are probably going to be receiving a notification in the in the mail or via email as well coming up for to uh, to RSVP for that. So if people uh, people want more information, they want to they want to contact you. They want more information about 4-H. How could they go about getting that, Kim? Um, You can go to our website, extension.umn.edu backslash right. Um, You can also call us at 763-682-682. 7394, um, or you can look us up on Facebook, uh, Wright County 4-H. 
uh, any of those ways are a great way to see what we're up to and get get a hold of us. Absolutely. You can, uh, www.extension.umn.edu backslash right. We'll try to when we get this, when we get the podcast put together for this, we'll make sure to include that link in there as well or 763-682-7394. And if somebody is looking for you guys are in the public works building just, uh, just off of Highway 25, correct? Absolutely. All right, and stop by and say hello and get yourself signed up for 4-H. Well, Kim, before I let you go, we I know we talked just a little bit at the Wright County Fair, and, and it's kind of still fresh on our mind. Now, this was your first Wright County Fair that you've experienced. You decided you decided last year, you've been the program coordinator for a couple of years, but you, you decided to have a kid for the last year's fair. This is your first fair. So how did you, just some, some retrospect on how did you think it went? What was your favorite part of the Wright County Fair? I thought it was a great fair. Um, it was very exciting. As you know, it was my first, very first fair. It was the year of COVID, so I missed that. And then I was out on leave last year, and so I was very excited to have a Wright County Fair. I thought it was an awesome experience to see youth really showcase their learning, um, whether it be at a livestock show or interview judging. Uh, it was just so fun to see all the different projects. I think that's my favorite part. Um, whether it be a youth bringing in um, an animal that they've been working with all year or a project that they've put a ton of time into, just to see that learning and to see their excitement about their project in 4-H is just super awesome. It was, and like we said, uh, a lot of tremendous projects out there, and I think I even, I know I we had an opportunity with the radio station interviewing off a lot of them, and it was fun to go through and, and pick through and see some of those great projects and then talk to the kids about the process that actually went into them, and I think I actually uh, I actually got hooked up if anybody saw the uh, the Christmas tree and, and snowman decorations that were part of the shop project. I think, I, I think I've actually got that 4-H or building me one for, for myself out there, so uh, even... Uh, even some fun opportunities like that out there. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining me this morning, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Sounds great. Thank you.